What a what what come what, on what, what, what a, a twist. twist You went too soon Wait I thought I you usually no, I said one two I would hit the record like that was three and then you do it Are we recording? Yeah we're recording Twist This is like an intro <laughs> thing It is an intro it thing It is when like, you mess <clears throat> up and you talk calmly to the person next to you What this is what's happening the podcast in which Sam and Cameron watch the happening once a week and review it I'm Cameron. I, I'm Sam. We got Cameron back, and since last week we had my best friend from home, it was only fair that it was Cameron's turn. Yes. So who do we have? I brought with us? Sam. Oh, thanks. And yeah. we also have a different I'm, guy with Mo us. Mo with us as well. Hi there. I'm I'm Mo. Yes. Uh, tell yeah. us a little about yourself, Mo. Uh, I'm Cameron's best friend, and uh, I watched Happening for the first time today. Really? Uh, How did you yeah. feel about watching this movie? Um, I felt like Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch was really the cast of that film. This yeah, is true. So, I, I I do believe the Funky Bunch. You, Actually, the Funky Bunch, if you didn't know, cameoed as the wind. No. See, the problem was yeah. that Mo just had good vibrations playing on his earphones the whole time. We told him to take it out, but he wouldn't. So I guess this is happening right now. Oh! oh. oh. Actually, there's a part oh. where he does say good vibes. Yeah. Oh, he's saying really he's ta- good vibes right now. He's like, he ta- says yeah. it while he's talking to the plants. He's like, I'm just sending out some really good vibes right now. Ah, uh, he did it. Yeah. yeah, I mean, but I think the ultimate goal of the film was a Ferris Bueller sequel. I mean, if you think about it, those kids, <laughs> those kids got, those kids got out of school. This and is yeah. oh, yeah. Alan yeah. Ruck got everyone out of school. Yep. Oh my God, that was the ultimate goal. Ferris. Wait, okay. Ferris. I think this. I. I. You. You did. I'm gonna say something to the audience. Cameron didn't listen to my last podcast, so he didn't hear my theory that Jess is actually behind this whole thing. I have a tough time listening to anything that I don't hear my own voice into. Uh, because of narcissism. But basically, I had this theory that Jess was behind the entire the entire thing. She's trying to that, kill her that's, parents. That's, yeah, no, she was she was trying to kill off the population. She's like, I can't take this anymore, and that's why she got really quiet because she, she knew that her signs would give off because she's a kid. Signs. And then at, on this journey, yeah. she was try- she she tried to slow down Mark Wahlberg and Zoe Deschanel, but over time she really grew attached to them, and she knew she couldn't let them die. So that's why she made the event end. Also, why like it seemed like they sort of got really lucky in not dying. Exactly. Yeah. So I would like to dedicate this maybe to uh, some more conspiracy theories. Maybe maybe someone else who might have been in charge behind of things the whole time. See what I think actually now after this viewing yeah. is a. Uh, is that the the old woman, uh, Mrs. Jones, was actually behind it? Yeah. See, she. See that that was that was suggested by Mo. Right? Yeah. I see, mean, I I, I think just because you know she was crazy. But <laughs> the thing is, like, she's crazy, but she's also like avoids people. She hates people. Yeah. She wants to eliminate as many people as possible. Mm. She doesn't have any control. And at the very end, before she dies, uh, she's talking in the garden. She's saying the Lord's prayer. If you if you pay very close attention, so however, she does have some sort of like religious like. However, if you can't tell that it's the Lord's Prayer or you think it's mumbling instead, she could be talking to the plants. She could be like, guys, why aren't you killing them? You need to do this. And the plants are like, we're taking over now. Oh, Oh. that's awful. This this brought up another point is that the Paris event is like the new kid is born. And so, you know, daughter gets like jealous over this new kid. Thus, Paris is gone. Mm, mm, mm. Thus, she channeled all her energy to Paris because she's not going to kill her family quite yet because she really has grown yeah. attached to them, but she's... Or... Or... It was the British. Now, hear me out. All right. Who were the only allies of America during the American Revolution? Of the French. The French. I thought oh, the name where, where was... Where yeah. was... The, the first <laughs> one was in America. Was it, also, what, what city? Philadelphia. Philadelphia. 
Oh. 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 The whole Northeast, oh, like, where, yeah. where they yeah. started off. They yeah. started off it there. It was the British. The British. And then they ki- attacked France. Ooh, wow. Yeah, this is, this so is intense. Like, like, I mean, tea and plants have, you know, similarities right there. The tea. Oh, and it hit Boston, too. They're trying oh. to go after the tea party. In New York. Oh, in New York, they, everyone, they just hate mm. New York because that's, yeah. that's the most American place. Or as they would probably call it, New Amsterdam. Oh, that's mean, not their land anymore. Yeah. I, I think one of the more notable theories is that Joey Tribbiani went on a bad date with Zoe Deschanel's <laughs> character and then got really like emotional about this thing and he like wanted to push her away with this whole like scenario. I mean, see, this, <laughs> makes me, this makes you want to see a version of uh, Friends with M. Night Shyamalan playing Joey. <laughs> Like, how are you doing? <laughs> oh, how are you doing? How are you doing? Just very lackluster. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> you're trying something but not really getting there. <laughs> uh, Could you have a better twist? And the, tw- uh, the actual twist Chandler. at the end is he ends up with Rachel. Or Gunther ends up with Rachel. Oh. No, Joe, he ends up with Gunther. <laughs> oh, guys, God. am I right? It's on Netflix now. Let's oh, talk about guys, that. let's all watch Friends. Oh, uh, oh, no, we're not going to do that. All right, so let's move on to <laughs> a good nine. segment called uh, Good Filmmaking and Bad Film. Uh, I got one. Oh, you got one? All right, yeah. this is, so, Mo, for you, this is a segment yeah. where we try and find a good moment of filmmaking, like yeah. where they did something right in an otherwise typically considered bad film. All right, okay. Yeah. And, Mine is actually less about filmmaking, more about writing process. Mm-hmm. Okay, when they go to the model home, they're searching for something. And we don't know what they're searching for until they find it. And it's the map. I think that's cool because in a lot of movies, they'll be like, we're looking for a map right now. And then they find it like, oh, we found the map. Mm-hmm. But in this case, they're like, they're looking for it, because, but, but we don't know what they're looking for. When they found it, they go, oh, we find it. So that immediately be like, oh, in the previous scene... When they were looking for it, yeah. they were looking for a it map. Sense. And now I get it. I like that. I like that. Cool. Um, I mean, I can't really think of anything uh, quickly off the top of my mind, but with the model house, you know, I, I like that they didn't just like make it like some like Indiana Jones like nuke testing scene. Yeah, yeah. And they all run into they a fridge have. together. Actually, the, and then, those, like, oh. those two movies came, that, that movie came out a couple months before this. <laughs> So what you That's like about right. that scene is that it had nothing to do with the Indiana Jones movie. I actually liked... Uh, I made fun of this moment before, but I like it. It's uh, at, the, at the end when they're talking from one house to the other, and they're talking about the mood ring, and uh, you, Mo, you brought it up. It was yeah. at the end when he says... Uh, or when Zoe Deschanel asks, what color was love? And he says... I don't oh, remember. Oh, in a yeah. move in a movie that wouldn't wasn't this one. That's an amazing moment right yeah. there. That's true. That's, in a movie that had slightly some sense of self awareness, that would have been like good. that. Yeah. That's an amazing line and an amazing delivery and just even if ugh. you know you know would have been better about that is hmm. if he gave some sort of like really pathetic chuckle with it. <laughs> I don't remember. Like, oh, because then it'd be like, yeah. I understand what I'm saying. Yeah. Sort of, I get it because we don't know what love is anymore. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. See, oh. in, a, uh, in a better movie, mm-hmm. that's what I think is that this movie could have actually been really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. except I'm not Shyamalan. Like, in essence, it's, it's almost like the, like the makings of, a, of a, like a, a more popular like, Oscar movie because like, it's a thing about a broad event where it talks about like something happening, but it really means more, especially to the characters involved. Yeah. So, 
if written by another person and directed by another person, this this concept would have done very well. See, I, that's why I think what it, the problem with M Night is that he never knows the proper middle ground between big and small. Mm-hmm. He works better with small, super small, yeah. like tiny small. Well, which is why he's doing the visit this upcoming oh, September. Oh yeah, we saw the we saw the trailer for the visit yep. when we went and watched the gift. What with all these movies that are like the blank? Well, it's because we're running out of titles, so exactly. we have to pick generic ones. Yeah. So we saw the, the. What did you think of the uh, trailer for the visit, Mo? I don't really recall. It. <laughs> exactly. Uh-huh. It was the one where they go and like they visit their grandparents' house. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. The thing is, it, yeah, I got you. On that it one. looks yeah. bad. Like I'm. I'm gonna be honest. The trailer looks like the happening to me. Yeah. Also, why is it found footage? Like, why did M. Night Shyamalan think that his next thing was gonna be found? Footage? <laughs> Have you heard his his interview about the movie? No. He talks about. It, he's like, well, I don't really look at it as a found footage movie. I look at it as a filmmaking technique that just works with how the script was written. Like, no. So, ba- so what he he's like trying to imply that he wrote the movie, then was like, you know what? This would actually this thematically, it should be a found footage movie. Which mm, no, he no, he, he was trying he's trying to catch cash in on it because like I'm not saying there have never been good found found, found footage movies like Chronicles. Um, <laughs> Chronicle directed uh, by the same guys, the Fantastic Four. Uh, yeah. But but nobody like writes a script and then goes, "Well, this would be f-. no." When you write a found footage movie, you're writing you write it as a found, found footage, footage movie. movie. Yeah, I mean, if anything, once you start making a found footage film, you're now like setting it up that you have to have a reason why everything's being yeah, recorded. Yeah, there's always like <laughs> a like a oh my class project got to do the thing. Oh, yeah, <laughs> movie also we also talked about uh, a few hours ago. Uh, End of Watch. Oh yeah, also found was, footage. Was a found footage like oh, uh, the, was, but, the, but it was like semi found. That was like the, the, found, the found footage conceit yeah. like really like got really th- like threadbare. Yeah. But it, I only knew about that once I started thinking about it later. Oh, like yeah. when the movie was happening, I didn't care. Yeah. I mean, I, I I think for the most part that film was like using intensity with like the point of view. Yeah. Because like if you can see what he's seeing, then you know like how scared he yeah. might be that someone could be like around the corner yeah. or something. If anything yeah. about End of Watch, I'd say that I wish they had just like at a certain point just like I wish that like the first fifteen minutes had been all found footage, mm-hmm. and then they just dropped it completely. Yeah. And made some sort of reason why they dropped it completely, but then just transitioned well, to. It's, they did during District Nine. They did yeah. like a mockumentary for the entire yeah, first yeah. act, and they was, just dropped yeah. it. Yeah. District 9 is a little overrated. Well, it's overrated, but it's yeah. still one of my favorite movies. Yeah. I mean, just like, I think that started becoming the style with all his films was like the news intro and news outro thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With, uh, what's happening with Elysium? What's happening with Chappie? Yeah. Next is going to be what's happening with oh, Alien right. on the Nostromo. Uh, uh, Neil Blomkamp. <laughs> Neil Blomkamp going Cute. downhill. He's, except he, he's taking, Chappie! He's taking the M. Night Shyamalan route, actually. First movie, Academy Award nominated. Second movie, you know, a, a general crowd pleaser. Mm-hmm. Third movie, wait a minute. What? I <laughs> okay, mean- okay. So me and Mo saw Chappie at a pre-screening with yeah. a completely different ending. Mm-hmm. And it, it's not that bad. It's not that bad of a movie. <laughs> wait, but you saw it with a different ending. How is it with a different ending? Oh my god. Yeah. I, don't, I think we're allowed to talk about it now. Well, I haven't seen it, but like, just tell me in broad terms what, the, what it means. Okay. You haven't seen Chappie? I've seen Chappie. Okay, but I still want to see it. Spoiler for Chappie in our What's Happening podcast mm-hmm. is at the very end, it's like, uh, like Chappie's going to die. So they have to like get Chappie's brain into a new robot. Mm-hmm. In the original ending, when they put Chappie's brain into a new robot, they put it into every single robot in, in Johannesburg. Ooh. 
which was awful because <laughs> they really? had like this scene of like, oh, I'm Cheppy. Hi, I'm also Cheppy. Cheppy, 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 Cheppy. It was just awful. Yeah. And and then, and then there were all these news segments about like, about like, what does this mean for our world to have a single consciousness shared between so many bodies? But in the in the actual ending, it it's just like Chappie gets transferred into a new Chappie. Yeah. Oh, so it's just one Chappie. Just one Chappie. So they don't have the <laughs> like the heavy handed like, like. What happens if we're all controlled by one entity? Yeah. Like no. Like literally, I hate it when films like this film, like The Happening. Hey, we're gonna go back to The oh. Happening. We took a nice little yeah. five minute break. <laughs> they ponder their own message at the end of the film. I hate it when films ponder themselves. Yeah. Like Chappie, like in the original ending, it was like pondering, like, what does this mean? But in this movie, you literally have a news segment, like just like the original ending yeah. of Chappie, which was, what does this mean? Well, like, the, if the movie did its job, it doesn't need the news segment. Exactly. This is why I wish the film was literally just, like, fall. I wish they never found out what it was. I, left, I wish that there was no... I wish there was no hot dog, man. I, I think Ooh. it's because a lot of audience, like, want to know a reason. So it's well, kind of for them. It's because... It's because... I think it's because producers think that audiences are dumb. Yeah. Because they want... Ev- they think audiences want everything explained to them. Mm. And audiences don't want things explained to them. They... Audiences want, like easy linear plots but like not you don't have to say everything out loud mm-hmm. yeah I mean uh, I think War of the Worlds was uh, a little lighter on that subject I've seen War of the Worlds uh, are I, you talking about the Tom Cruise version yeah the the ending like I mean I'm not saying the movie's good but I feel like the ending wasn't too like spoon fed to you like mm, I mean that's fair. wasn't there like a narration by, by a handsome voice a handsome about, uh, Morgan Freeman voice. I, I don't Morgan recall. Freeman. If I might be wrong about that, no, but I, I, Morgan Freeman is the narrator of that movie. He was. Yeah. But there's uh, a narrator in War of the Worlds. Uh, at the beginning and end, like yeah. it begins because. Uh, oh, I guess like I guess well, like H. G. Wells, well, he, which is like yeah, the he, radio thing. Because he explains like why the aliens are attacking in the first okay. place. Yeah. Which that's kind of cool, actually. I like the. I mean, I mean is it, it supposed to evoke the whole radio drama thing? No, it's not. Oh, no, no, that's okay. why. I no, 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 that, no. Yeah. He, it wasn't like he, it's. Yeah. It's just as an explanation, which I mean, it kind of makes sense. Like yeah. aliens just invading Earth for no real reason. Like it it, was, it's good to know why. It's like Earth could defend itself, kind of deal. I kind of yeah. wish there were movies that started out with an opening narration that sort of went like really like not necessarily heavy handed, but definitely like in a long time ago there was there was a place, the Earth. And then there were aliens, but like a, with a lot more gravitas and stuff like that. I, I no. wish there was. I no, no. Like I wish it, in in certain places, I think it could be done. It could be done well. In certain places, I think, I think yeah. it takes a master writer to make a voiceover natural. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I I like the idea of a completely disconnected voiceover. Yeah. In some yeah. cases, like like well, like one that like just narrates the story in some way that has no like link. Like, I absolutely hate when a character talks in their own head in a movie. I don't like that at all. See, I no, I actually I like it better when a character talks in their own head instead of being a character that narrates the story like either afterward or as it's happening. Like if I just hear what's going on in their head, it's like, oh, that's like more character. But like if it's like, well, this is the story of how I met your mother. <laughs> Which still like the show, just don't need the narrator. I mean, I I feel like if the happening had like in head narration, it would have had some funny things like yeah. said <laughs> Mark Wahlberg just like Central Park. Central Park. Central Park. Yeah, I Central feel like Park. I feel like M. I. Shyamalan like writes everything first with in, in head narration, and then yeah. just 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 removes the thing that says in, in their own head. Yeah, like the talking, <laughs> like the talking to just, the plant part. Yeah, just <laughs> says it out loud. I'm upset. <laughs> I am upset. It's like, Louder. It's like no, Zoe, Zoe. That was a that was a stage direction. You're just supposed to like know that you're upset. What was it? Was it uh, d- disappointment? 
or wait, what? The, the thing that the guy shouts the disappointed. <laughs> yeah. What? Disappointed. Wait, do you, is that the, from... the Legend of Hercules thing yeah. with Kevin Sorbo? Yeah. What? We're, okay, so basically the, the the story is that they were filming this Hercules movie with Kevin Sorbo, mm-hmm. and they have and they had written in the script like Hercules in disappointed says this isn't my world, but he read it as this isn't my world disappointed. <laughs> so like he said the yeah, word so went, this isn't my world disappointed. Yep, that's yeah. amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, at least she didn't just go upset. I am. <laughs> what other what other uh, segments do we got that we can? Uh, oh, there? favorite one line character. What was your favorite? Or, well, well, or favorite favorite, a, favorite minor character. Favorite they may, minor they, character. they might not have said anything, or they might have said like two or three sentences. Mm-hmm. But like the general consensus is usually if there's a one line. Yeah. I mean, I have to say it was the guys in the diner. Like the two, oh, the just two. like ran yeah. out of line, dude. That's actually what it's been. What it's been for like three weeks straight. Like yeah. everyone just loves him. Yeah, like, yeah. It was so yeah. like like if we stay here. We are gonna, gonna die, die here. Whatever is happening, it looks like it's not happening. About ninety miles from here, these like, guys are really good with like, words. It felt it felt like they were their like main character in their own like story. Yeah, telling yeah. The people like, what like, to do. Like, <laughs> I, I almost yeah. wish this was like a mini series where you got to see like the tangential adventures of all these oh, people. Oh god, that's too good of an idea for this. See, you know what would be cool if it was like a mini series with like eight episodes, but each episode followed a different character in their own theory of what was happening. Mm-hmm. Oh, so but but it looks like but it looks like all their theories are true just based on what they see. Yeah, and you never figure out what the actual like revolvers would be the plants, and then there'd be like you have the woman on the radio talking about nuclear power plants. What if like her and like her and like over the radio were like a crazy lady thinks it's nuclear power plants, but what if in her in her own story she's seeing all of this evidence that that points it towards nuclear power plants? Mm -hmm. Ah, or but Mm -hmm. this is the thing, you know, the Paris thing at the end kind of I think took away the nuclear like plan idea. Mm. And, and you know I think that was confirming what the guy said it was like a rash and it just popped out the first yeah. spot, of a, like the first spot of a rash I think he was my favorite actually uh, well Kay from New York it was from Mississippi Mississippi M-I-S-S-I-S-S-I-P-P-I we also had another theory is that this guy is actually Jake from the future because he says the same line because he says the exact same line what is it oh it's an act of nature we'll never fully understand it yeah and he says it word for word. So I'm thinking that Jake took an interest in science. And he lost his good looks. And he, lo- and he did lose all his good looks, yeah. and he figured out time travel. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Instead of trying to cure the uh, so, plant problem. So yeah, that's yeah. what happened. Yeah. He's, he's trying to go back in time and warn people. Tell them they should, you know... Like, theory. How do you hmm. stop? In the most interesting way for the plants to try and get a character to kill himself... The plants like poisoned his skin and made him look really old to try and devalue his oh. self esteem to be like, oh, all I have oh, is good and so looks. So he was gonna kill himself because, because of that. He, because he turned ugly. Not to say being ugly is a bad thing. I should. Know. I wouldn't know. Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so so so. <laughs> I don't even have a place to go with this. Okay, so, so, so what you're saying yeah. is that he thought that plants thought he'd be ugly and he'd want yeah. to kill himself, but. Jake was strong. Yeah, and because he took of an the, interest in science. Because the te- because his teacher told him he knows what to do. There it is. Yeah, I did the, the, the thing. Jake well, does a finger point I and Cameron with the finger point at me. With the gun hot potato scene. The like, gun the hot oh, potato. Oh, that was my fa- no, that was my favorite one line <laughs> character. How do you really know that like you're making the plants are like giving them a reason to kill themselves versus literally just killing themselves? 
Sal was my favorite one-line character. We've talked a lot about, about, like, the logic of this whole thing, and it doesn't have a logic. We're good. We're at, like, almost 20 minutes. Yeah. But no, Sal, Sal was the best character. Like, <laughs> I, I imagine that, that Sal... Cold today, Sal. <laughs> <laughs> it sure is. <laughs> I just imagine he's just sitting in his cab. He doesn't know what movie's going on. Yeah. And this guy just walks up to him and is like, Hey, it's pretty cold today. So, it's kind of cold out, I guess. I mean, uh, really. Yeah, sure, sure it is. Uh, whatever. All cops and cab drivers <laughs> know each other. And then, <laughs> and then he was like... World. <laughs> and then the guy, the police officer shoots himself. And the guy's like, Hey, what movie is this? It's like, it's an M. Night Shyamalan movie. He's like, oh. Twist! And so then he just shoots himself. <laughs> oh, gosh. And then that lady. He's just like, and then the lady's like, "Hey, what? What? Why did he kill himself? Because he's in an M Night Shyamalan movie." That would be oh, no, greatest, me too. That would be the greatest. Like, if they never revealed it to be plants, and at the very end, they're like, "We figured out why people are killing themselves." Is because they found out they were in an M Night Shyamalan. Oh, movie. And then when you say that, when the guy at the end turns around, the French dude and says, "Oh my God," he saw the, like the film crew. Oh, he saw, he saw M Night behind him. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and M Night's the guy in the house that shoots the kids. Oh wow! Because he wants to create drama for the for Mark Wahlberg. Oh yeah, and, and, and uh, Mo, not to not to yeah. like expose anything about yourself, but but when that happened, he called out that that's a really fucked up thing in the movie is just shooting kids. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The movie didn't earn the right to kill any children. I mean, I mean the uh, the torso shot wasn't as bad. Like even though you saw it, but like that like direct headshot. Like was a little chilling. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, yeah. at least they waited till the second one to kill the black person. That's true. They only killed one black person in the whole movie. Yeah. And you can say that. I mean, like even Prometheus. You know, things are changing. <laughs> the times they are a changing. Yeah. The times they are a yeah. changing. I think. I think now the the um, it's typically like the. The power, like, white couple with the, like, really hot girl and hot dude that die first nowadays. Mm -hmm. I thought you were just saying hot child. Yeah, I thought you were like, no, (laughs) no. Hot dude, hot girl. The the real power white, the white couple with the hot child. The (laughs) hot half-breed child. I was talking about, like, in in Cabin in the Woods, right? Wasn't it the two hot people died first, right? Uh, I might be wrong. Well, I, mean, it was, well um, I, guess, I guess technically it was Jules. Well, uh, no, 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 I don't want to. Sp- I don't want to spoil Cabin of the Woods. It's such a good movie. Yeah, yeah but sorry, it was hot. Uh, yeah, they were very hot. Well, <laughs> to, be, to be fair, everyone's hot. Yeah, I mean that movie yeah. was like that movie was approaching stereotypes and mm. stuff. But I just feel like it's starting to move in that direction. Yeah, yeah. because. You know, they the hot people get the audience there, and then they're dead. Well, I mean, but, but they already the paid fact, for the, the fact is that like it's slasher movies have been doing that yeah. since the seventies, though. Like yeah. the dumb slut really does get killed first. I don't really mind saying that I enjoy watching movies where all the main characters are very attractive. Because if the movie's <laughs> bad, then I could just be like. Mm. Like piranha. either sex, what I mean, about yeah, no. either sex. Like you, you don't get Chris Hemsworth in there and not use him for eye candy. I don't get the whole Crimsworth. 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 Okay, so like he, had, he, I didn't watch the film Vacation, but in the Red Band trailer, like he has like this like penis like yeah. shot. He's got a big bulge. I, is it, I hope I hope that's real because like <laughs> I'm not saying that for myself. Like I'm just like legitimately curious. I, you ca- know? I kind of want Chris Hemsworth <laughs> to have the courage just to have his own bulge, just like in yeah. a movie. That's what I and mean. He uses it as a joke. It's Australian thing. Australian. No, no, it's Australian. Australian. You never say the you know, It's always just Australian. I've heard things are bigger down under. <laughs> like the scorpions and spiders. And his penis. <laughs> and Crimsworth's penis. It's bigger down under. I mean, well, uh, who is it? Uh, Andy Helms is the guy? Ed Helms. Ed Helms. Ed Helms. Ed, uh, okay, Ed, Andy was his name. In, and yeah, Andy was his name. So, so yeah. like Ed Helms marries Christina Applegate? Christina Applegate, yeah. And then, yeah. And then you got Chris Hemsworth, you know. 
scaring you about that. I feel like that's a realistic situation. Yeah. Chris Hemsworth would yeah. intimidate anyone out of a relationship. Especially with Christina yeah. Applegate, who is very attractive. Yep. All right. Married uh, with children. We'll, how about we do a segment uh, where <laughs> we branch out from attractive people? Well, yeah. uh, if you if you could see this movie directed yeah. and like Mark Wahlberg's character replaced, yeah. so, directed by someone different and different lead character, who do you think you'd like to see? Can, can like it be passed away director? It can be absolutely. Anybody. Please, right. that's because I mean, it's not going to happen. Uh, so uh, 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 <laughs> it's not going to happening. Okay, uh, let me think about that. Mm. Um, uh, what movie did I just recently see? I mean, Joel Edgerton. You know what I Joel I just saw his directorial debut in The Gift. Yeah. And he was, and, he was and, effective? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, Mo, what do this you think? This is going to sound really off and unbelievable, and you'll probably disagree. Stanley Kubrick directing it with Michael Fassbender as Mark Wahlberg's role. Oh. Hmm. That'd be interesting. <laughs> just so I can imagine in that Irish I voice, could... it's the trees. Or something. It's the trees. Mutant brothers. Black <laughs> brothers and sisters. For too long. You go into like Braveheart. I don't know. <laughs> it's so it's hard to do Scottish. that. And then you just have like one yeah. plant that's like, come your mind. Come your mind. No, but but I, I, do, I do definitely agree with Stanley Kubrick. But you know not Michael Fassbender. It was just kind of think, a joke. Well, because yeah. you love Michael Fassbender. Oh, yeah. Who yeah. doesn't like I mean, who doesn't like that? <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. One thing about Stanley Kubrick is that I know he would never make it... He would he would definitely up the ambiguity level. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, no. It would but not that, be clear. Is, yeah. I think he would have done it better, though. Like, I think his ambiguity would have made sense. Or yeah, yeah, like, absolutely. He would have made the characters, yeah. like, make it work, at least. Yeah, I mean, if you... Like, I watched... Um, I, re- I mean, I rewatched uh, 2001 A Space Odyssey recently. Pretentious. Twist! We're here. Hey. Um, and, uh, and, like, the ambiguity of it is done very well. Yeah. Because well, you can still tell an effective story. Yeah, because you're curious and interested without being dissatisfied by not getting answers. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you don't end that film like, oh, I can't believe we never found out. It was, you were just like, huh, I never really understood what was happening, but I didn't feel dissatisfied with not knowing. I just sort of felt a, a general interesting sense of curiosity. You know, Indeed. You know what was really ambiguous? Fantastic Four. Oh, <laughs> but we're not. Gonna no, talk I know. About we Fantastic yeah. Four. Not to spoil it. Right, yeah. Josh it was Trank. ambiguous. You know why? What the director is Josh Trank. <laughs> All right, uh, we're we're gonna close this off with something I did last week yeah. uh, with with Ladies Night. Uh, I want you to yeah. imagine us as studio executives with 20th Century Fox. Yeah. And you need to pitch this movie. Like we just got on an elevator. You caught into us. And you need to pitch this movie. Pitch it to us. And this is oh, that. wait. No, no, no. Okay. Mo, you came into office to talk to us about the happening. Am I, oh, I don't know. Pitch we, yeah, happening. Yeah, we, okay. we, yeah, yeah, you got to pitch this movie. Yeah, like, we, okay. ju- we got this two minutes. This has got to be good because you only got two one minutes. more pitch before we put you on the street. Is Christopher Walken a studio? No. Executive? This is sort of like a branch. Christopher Anyways, uh, yeah. so tell us about this movie you've been thinking about. All right. I have a sick film here, right? All right. It's introduced. We have like a science teacher who's having like... Science murder. teacher who wants to watch a film about a science. All right, but it's not like we'll make it an interesting actor. We'll throw in a guy, a real buff guy. Like who? Mark who? Wahlberg. Mark, Mark Wahlberg. Everybody loves Mark Wahlberg. Everyone loves Vietnamese Wahlberg. population, they love yeah, him. Yeah, they love him. So that works. That works for the role. And he has marital problems and needs to be someone young and cute, you know, like that. Uh, like that. Quirky. Quirky. Who's yeah, yeah, quirky? Yeah. Uh, Zoe Deschanel. Okay. Oh, Zoe Deschanel. Uh, so... <laughs> Yeah. Uh, what kind of marital problems? Are we ever yeah. going to see what kind of marital problems? No, no, happen? we had to leave this ambiguous because the plot of the film doesn't revolve around. Really? Them. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, so what happens in the film is like, and I know this is going to sound a little weird. Basically, people are just like killing themselves randomly by like weird like 
ambiguous win reasons. But like I know that sounds like a little off to you, but it all makes sense in the end because it brings their marital problems. But you said the problem it didn't revolve. Yeah, but, <laughs> but like that's the thing. That's confusing about like, this movie that there's so much focus on this marital problems, but they're not the focus, and yet somehow it need, makes sense. We need to ch- cater to two audiences. We want the men to be interested in the science, and we want the women to be because I know you guys are Fox and you want things to be sexist stereotypes. Of and we need the women to be interested in the relationship. Yeah. Okay. Well, the men are, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Right. What about the children? What about the children? Yeah, are we going to have any kids? Any children um, in this? We, we need to get, we we get all the kids. kids. We'll give them a son. We'll give them a son. A son? No, 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 no. She doesn't want kids. You know a woman. We need some sort of reason for them to have kids because she doesn't want kids. Yeah. Okay, okay. We could kill We know the story better than you and we haven't even thought of it. Um. I mean, like, a daughter would have more emotions than a son, right, Fox? What if they don't have kids of their own? Yeah. What if they kill another parent? Another parent. We can get Luigi from Super Mario Brothers to play that oh, role. Oh, we still have him on contract. <laughs> it's awesome. perfect. Yeah, all right. So we get him in the film. He has a daughter, and he's, like, really pissy with Zoe Deschanel. We don't know why, because oh. Zoe Deschanel seems totally nice. But it doesn't even revolve around the relationship, so I don't even know why we're talking about are, are, that. Are you got, like, 30 seconds left 30 to seconds the full okay. thing. So basically what happens is they're walking around to small towns while more and more people die, and eventually they think, hey... We should die because it's much easier than running away. They step outside, they live. So nothing happens. Nothing happens. But, right, when you think nothing happens, things happen in Paris. What do you so think about this? So we're opening up for a sequel here. All right, yep. so I think we should invest $48 million into this. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, we're... It's not as much as the last movie, but I think we should we should go with that. Oh, definitely. We definitely yeah. need to talk to Mary and Cotillard about the sequel. Of course. Yeah. The Happenings too. Because we all know <laughs> that the French version of Zoe Deschanel is, is Mary and Cotillard. Perfect. <laughs> all right. <laughs> so, guys, this has been a wonderful episode of yes. What's Happening. Thank you for uh, being here, Mo. Thank you. Do you, anyone have any closing thoughts? Um, <laughs> watch Fantastic Four. Everyone, if you have a choice between the happening of Fantastic Four, go see Mad Max Fury Road showing at the Woodbridge Movies 5 in Irvine, California. <laughs> all right, good shout out. Uh, all right, I'm Sam. I'm Cameron. I'm Mo. And uh, today's episode, what is this, episode 9? Episode, uh, it's episode 8. Uh, I recorded an episode by myself, but uh, it, I never, I can't get it off my phone. So you so, need to stop jacking off while recording it. Then sorry, it, phone's getting sticky. Oh, episode eight, sponsored like, by Jeep. Uh, episode <laughs> eight, like the first spot of a rash. Mm, mm. Like a juicy rash. Mm, juicy radish rash. Okay. <laughs> good, good night, friends. Good night. Good night.